I'm good down there. Sheriff, was there a suitcase? Yeah, there was. We pulled it out. It was empty, though. Oh, my God. I know it doesn't make any sense, but something really, really weird is going on. What was in that suitcase, Cece? Murderers, sadists, the evil of countless souls was inside that suitcase. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And I'm Christopher. And we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. Hello. Hi. We have not watched anything of note. We haven't. It's been like pretty dry for us. Yes. Because the grudge is supposed to be bad, so don't want to go to the theater to see that. I feel like the christmas and christmas adjacent seasons are a little bit wonky yeah i think there's some good stuff coming up towards the end of the month like there's like hansel and gretel and stuff like that good yeah excellent uh what are we talking about today ready to just dive into it so venom not that venom no there are no spiders or men in this it's the (laughs) other venom from 2005 so it is written by well actually it's kind of it's an interesting thing to mention here that this is based on a story for a video game that doesn't exist so two of the three writers are prominently video game writers and they're largely like all most of their like video game writing credits are for movie tie-in video games so it's uh flint dill and he wrote dead to rights the constantine video game superman returns video game fantastic four rise of the silver surfer transformers chronicles of riddick ghostbusters all of our favorite video games uh and john spur platten who wrote the johnny mnemonic uh video game constantine video game transformers he did a lot of the same ones that uh the other guy did Mm. And the third writer, I guess, must have been brought in to help with making this a movie script. And that guy is Brandon Boyce. He wrote Apt Pupil, Wicker Park. Um, He wrote the pilot for the Let the Right One In TV series that wasn't picked up. And the movie Bad Samaritan that came out in 2018. I guess that makes sense because this does feel like several things glued together. Indeed it does, for sure. 
Especially as you move on into the <laughs> later parts of it. It's pretty tight, though, in terms of, like, pacing. It goes by really fast, yeah. and it's pretty short. But... I was writing notes the entire time. <laughs> so it's directed by Jim Gillespie, who directed I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, stars Agnes Bruckner as Eden. She did lots of genre work around this time. She was in The Glass House, Murder by Numbers, The Woods, okay. Blood and Chocolate, Kill Theory... Um, she was in the pact and vacancy two, but then she moved into lifetime movies in the 2010s. Mm. She was in the Craigslist killer. She played Anna Nicole Smith. Wow. Um, she's playing Chris Jenner in the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson. So she's got to be rolling in the residuals. Cause I feel like <laughs> they replay those constantly. I don't know, man. I don't know either, but I feel like they do. <laughs> Uh, also stars Jonathan Jackson as Eric. He was in General Hospital from 1993 to 2015. He's won three Emmy Awards. Wow. He was in, uh, he was Tuck in Tuck Everlasting. Ah. He was uh, I wondered where I Nashville. Boyish charm. Was apparently a front runner to play Anakin Skywalker back in the day. What could have been? <laughs> Laura Ramsey as Rachel. She was also in some genre stuff around this time. She was in The Covenant and The Ruins. And also, she's the man with the man of binds. Oh. Uh, Megan Good as Cece. She's in a ton of stuff. Lots of sitcoms in the late 90s. Uh, Genre-wise, she's in One Miss Call, Saw 5, The Unborn. She's in the Minority Report TV show from a couple years ago. Whoa, that was a TV show? Yeah, short-lived. What a shame. Didn't watch it at all. It was such a great movie. DJ Cortona as Sean. He is a regular on the From Dust Till Dawn series. Rick Kramer as Ray Sawyer. Method Man of the Wu Tang Clan as Deputy Turner. Ah. And uh, we also had Bijou Phillips as Tammy. She was in Almost Famous, Hostel 2, The Wizard of Gore remake. Oh, Tammy. Uh, the It's Alive remake. And uh, she's a Scientologist and married to rapist Danny Masterson. Of that seventy show, wow! Or sorry, alleged rapist. What a tangled web this movie is in so many different directions. It is a Weinstein production, so oh, it's, in, <laughs> it's baked right into it. Yeah, man. I guess you know when you say that, it makes the uh, some of the wardrobe and framing choices make a <laughs> lot more sense. Oh, actually, something I wanted to mention before we started talking mm-hmm. about the movie was we got an email from a listener mm-hmm. named Ian. And he recommended us do the Bikini Island movie Ooh. from 1991. We watched the trailer for it together. Yes, we or did. Or like clips or something. And uh, we 100% want to do this movie, but we cannot find it anywhere. Anywhere. So we are going to try our best to find it. I've um, looked under all the cushions. If you know where we may be able to find it, just let us know. Send mm-hmm. us an email. Definitely firstblood at gmail.com. Even to rent. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. So this movie, jumping back to Venom, uh, starts very similarly to I Know What You Did Last Summer with like the water panning shot of the swamp. Yeah, it's a dark and stormy night. We meet Cece's grandmother Mm -hmm. as she digs up this voodoo suitcase of hers that's filled with snakes. And it's very dirty. 13 bad people. Ah. Um, She starts doing a voodoo ritual. Then we go to this diner where we meet our our teen cast. Yeah, they're sitting at gender-segregated tables. There's Eric, Sean, Ricky, Tammy, and Patty. 
A lot of ease. They're outside casually drinking. They're all ease. And then inside working are Cece, Rachel, and Eden. Eden, our main character. Wow. They're all together. Yeah. There, it seems like there's hardly anyone in this town other than these people <laughs> and emergency service workers. And then Ray Sawyer pulls up. He's like the local gross guy, I guess, who everybody hates because of the scar. Yeah. But really, he's a nice person. It seems. Yeah. He's he's nice to Eden in a paternalistic way. And she's way. nice to him. Yeah. Probably. She just treats him like anyone else. And I think he appreciates that. I think so, too. Although, I will Everyone say... Everyone else, is, like, his own son wouldn't even look at him in the eye, which hurt him. Deeply. Yeah. Because of the scar. <laughs> it's a physical manifestation of the internal pain that he feels. <laughs> but also, you know, even if you're a social outcast, I think you could still probably clean your truck and business. Yeah. I don't know. But hey, what who am I what am I to say? They also introduce us to the I mean, other than the uh voodoo ritual that we saw at the very beginning, uh Cece says that she can sense things. So we get that she's a little magic y yeah, too. Just in passing. Um and then we see Cece's grandmother bring her suitcase back to her car. She's just dragging it. Some terrible CGI of mm-hmm. the snakes moving inside of it. And back at the diner, Ray is just sitting there eating and drinking Mm -hmm. in in his car with the window down in his giant spooky truck this is the first time we see the truck right or do we see it when he pulls up uh i think we see it when it pulls up but now we see the logo on it that says happy time giant towing truck or something like that that's what it was yeah yeah. very strange name for it because he's not happy he's actually miserable Um, the teens talk about how Tammy shoplifted this leather bra that she's wearing, which yeah. must be so uncomfortable. Yes, it looks uncomfortable. She's wearing a chartreuse over, over top, and she shoplifted this bra because it was not the nicest one there, and she has stand like, morals. So tell me, is that synthetic leather? <laughs> we got it at Lacey's in Baton Rouge. No, you got it at Lacey's. I was in Barnes & Noble flipping through Jane. Do not make me a part of your felony. You stole it? Well, I wasn't going to buy it. It's too ugly. Yeah. And I felt bad taking a nice one. I have a conscience. You're still a crook. Yeah, a crook with a nice rack. And because she's sitting there drinking, she ends up flashing Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we have some more sure. alcohol? <laughs> we're, we're almost drunk. <laughs> um... And later, Rachel and Eden finish up work, Mm -hmm. and we get their future aspirations. Rachel wants to be a hairstylist, and Eden is going to go off to university and become a doctor. She also rides a bike, because she's saving up money. She's saving so much money. And as we later learn, not only does she ride a bike, she cannot drive a car. (laughs) True. So it's, it's a duality there. Like, she's really taking not having a car very seriously. She has a long way to bike home in this spooky, dark swampland. Louisiana swampland? She has to bike past Ray's garage, uh-huh. and uh, they, like, acknowledge each other, but then she just keeps driving. Mm-hmm. And then Eric pulls up beside her uh, in, in his, his Jeep, obnoxious his roofless Jeep. yellow Jeep. <laughs> Which, I mean, Roofless, it's got to rain a little bit in Louisiana, he I wants, imagine. He wants to give her a ride because yes. there's all this night smoke. And there's conflict between them because 
uh, as we find out. They've recently broken up. Yeah, because she said she wanted to get serious. And he was like, you're going away to New York for school when we had talked about... Oh, I think it was the other way. I think he wanted to get serious, but she she wants to go to... They're supposed to go to the same school, but she got grants to go to New York. Yeah. You broke up with me, Eric. I didn't break up with you. You broke up with me. I said that we should get serious about me going away to school. Yeah, to LSU, not Columbia. The grants came through. I mean, what was I supposed to do? Well, how about telling me you applied to Columbia in the first place? I knew you'd get upset. <laughs> she wants to get the fuck out of town, and he has, like, his father's business that he's going to be running and Which all we, of this stuff, so what? he doesn't really want to leave. Do we learn what that business is? No, but it doesn't really matter, it's right? It's just his father's business. <laughs> And then Ray pulls up beside them mm-hmm. and asks if they're okay. I guess it's supposed to be creepy, but I thought this was actually like a stellar thing to do. Yeah, because he's not really... Because it's a pretty sus thing to come up on. You just saw yeah. this girl ride by on a bicycle. And basically be run off the road by <laughs> a Jeep. And then he's like out of the car talking mm-hmm. to her on a bridge. Yeah, so... looks very bad. And Ray is just like checking in with her to make sure everything's okay and then he's like you should move your stupid ass jeep from the middle of the fucking road yeah because they are stopped right in front of the bridge where there's only like two lanes or whatever and it's a rickety ass wooden bridge dun 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 <laughs> in the swamp so cc don't forget the night smoke oh the night's a very important well. part in the car crash that exactly cc's grandmother is driving her old ass car with the trunk in the back seat personally i would go with the trunk in the trunk where the snakes were far away from me <laughs> but that's just me uh she's driving towards the bridge and well she's she- going over the bridge and then ray sort of is coming right at yeah. her and she swerves off the road and, and then she almost hits the kids dangling over the side of the road very precariously above the swamp uh she is passed out so the teenagers and ray have to go save her but naturally eric the klutz that he is steps through a hole in the boards and then he has to get saved too so ray has to go in and he like hands her off Mm -hmm. and the whole time she's giving him ominous warnings kind of they're very vague about the suitcase and it's because she has a serious head injury and it's dying yes she's dying but it also sort of sounds like you have to get my suitcase and he spends way too much time investigating it no he does they they all sort of do but what really I don't know why one of them didn't just, like, push down on the front of the car. I don't know that that would have helped. A little bit. How do you know that you're not just going to dislodge it from how it's stuck? I guess that's true, but once she's out, like, when Ray's in there, I don't know. You're right. It is probably better not to touch it. I think so, anyway. I don't know. I know nothing about suspended cars. But, I mean, why would they try when Ray's in there, even? Because, like, he's the heaviest one, and it's not like they want to kill him. No, but if they're pushing down on the the trunk, then it would, like, stabilize the car. Okay. Yeah. Or not the trunk, the front. Yeah. The front, not pushing down the trunk. Pushing down the trunk doesn't make any sense. I feel like we're getting way too into the specifics of how this car would fall. Yes, Because I don't think they even thought to put that much effort into thinking about it. You're right. 
so Ray goes back in to get this eponymous trunk that she... Yeah, as we were saying, like, he spends way too much time in there. And then it uh, pops open, and those gosh darn snakes come out, and they start attacking him to death. And then the car falls off the bridge mm-hmm. and starts sinking into the swamp with all these things biting him. And... Things aren't great for Ray. No. He dies. Presumably. Well, he does. And then the cops come, and they pull Ray out of the lake. Apparently his body looks gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, We meet Deputy Turner, our ill-fated sheriff's deputy here. Yeah, and the sheriff is like, and we found this really messed up uh, trunk in there, too. They both immediately identified as being voodoo. Yeah. As old Creole stuff. We want nothing to do with this. So you better go take... He, he sends his deputy to take the, the tow truck back to the lot. Yeah. And Eric and Eden talk about how regretful he is that he didn't do anything. And I really liked Eden here. She's like, what? Like, so you could have died too? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I guess I don't blame him for feeling guilty because he did park his Jeep in an asshole spot. And then they watch as Cece comes to see her dead grandmother, which is interesting because... They wouldn't have you come to the scene to identify the body. No. But maybe she hadn't died yet when they called her. Maybe she was coming back from work too or something. She doesn't live with her grandmother. I know, but like neither do they. The other teens. Like she might have just been going back somewhere. Like her house might be over the bridge. Because it seems like the cops brought her there, right? Because they leave with her as well. True. Uh, and when uh, Cece sees the pendant around her neck... Uh, she immediately is like, oh, something bigger is afoot here. Uh, I better go ask the sheriff, was there anything else that went on? Yes, Cece really seems to know what is up. Sheriff! Was there a suitcase? I'm sorry, John? In the car, was there a suitcase in the car? Yeah, there was. We pulled it out. It was empty, though. Cece, are you okay? What happened? It was an accident. No, what happened to Ray? They said that Ray was in the car. The car went in the water. He drowned. Isn't that true? Either that or the swamp snakes got him. We don't know for sure. Like, she knows what's going on. Yeah, she knows that there was a trunk. She is concerned that it was opened and that Ray... Well, she knows it was open. There's nothing in it because the sheriff tells her, don't, like, there's nothing inside of it. And uh, she wants to know what happened to Ray's body. I don't know, because this is pretty suspect. And then she demands to go to her grandmother's house, yes. even though the cop doesn't want to take her there. But he does. He's sort of strong arms. Well, yeah, because, well, she's like, my dad's in Biloxi. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be so all So just alone. let me go there. Yeah. And then at the morgue, they show us Ray's body, which is seeping green goo. Yeah, he, it looks like he's been dead for like goo, I guess. weeks, not hours. At the Emmy, thankfully not eating anything. So, oh, but he's talking point. on the phone. He is talking on the phone. And then he hears a little noise. Oh, what could it be? Well, he'll, he just goes over to Ray's corpse, removes the plastic sheet that's over it, and then presses down on it. And you can see that Ray's pulse is still pulsing. Oh, I think that was the like snakes and ah, stuff in his, swimming around. under his body. And then like he pushes on his stomach and water comes out mm-hmm. of his mouth, which was pretty gross. Yes. And uh, he goes back to resume his phone call. Mm-hmm. Here's another noise. <laughs> yeah, but then in the background, you can see Ray's corpse is gone by the time he gets back to the phone. Ah. 
So naturally, this guy does the stupid horror movie thing, and he starts investigating down these dark, spooky uh, hallways with shoddy electricity. Yeah, like like in the <laughs> opening uh, Twin Peaks when they're in the morgue with the light flashing. It's just, and there's a big puddle of water. He turns around because there's a noise, but wouldn't you know it? It was just nothing after all. But then, bam! Ray jumps out through a window and kills the dude. I guess uh, he got gotcha. He gets off screen killed. He gotcha. Meanwhile, Deputy Turner brings Ray's big truck back to his garage, and he's like towing his own cop car behind mm-hmm. it. I like that. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that way he can drive back. Yeah, and uh, he he takes the keys out of the car, leaves them on the big truck, uh, but he gets spooked because he hears something. So he goes to investigate and he's like calling out like, hey, whoever's here, like come out. And by the time he gets back to the truck, the keys have been taken and stolen. We see the keys have been taken. He doesn't. So we know that he's in trouble. And then we start hearing the jingling of the keys, which is like a recurring thing throughout the whole movie. You hear like the jingling of the keys. His call sign. Apparently they wanted to call the killer like Mr. Jangles. (laughs) Because you would hear the jangling of the keys before Hmm. he killed you. I assume that's in the video game, or that's like was to be in the video game. Pretty cheesy. It is pretty cheesy, uh, but it makes sense, I guess. It's a good sound cue. Why am I defending this? <laughs> no need. Uh, so uh, he starts calling the sheriff for backup because he's he knows something afoot. But the sheriff is not on the line, and it's too late because. Yeah, Ray comes up behind him and, like, slashes his throat with a crowbar, which is pretty intense. Yeah. And then he hooks him with the other, like, the other end of the crowbar. Under his chin. A crowbar is an underutilized murder weapon in a lot of these horror movies. It really, really is, especially for the super strong villains like this, where they can just, like, smash through anything. Yeah. Uh, and then this he, guy's pretty tough in terms he's of like the toughest villains. He's filled with the evil of 13 people. He's a little um, too op honestly well in some respects eden for some reason can (laughs) get away with a little bit more times later but i feel like that's part of the video game logic coming into it and then the next day eden is still pretty upset we meet her mom Mm -hmm. for some reason and we never meet her again yeah although she's referred to (laughs) and then sean and eric are buying ice and talking about how Sean. like this was when we learned that Sean is the son of Ray. But not, like, hasn't grown yeah, up with him or anything. Or talked to him in years. He's just, like, this phantom. Got my mom drunk. And I was born. And that's that. But Eric is like, yo, I'm sorry about what happened to your dad. Just to but cover Sean does not all care. of his faces. Like, Sean aggressively doesn't care. Where he's like, I don't want to talk about this. They have a scene where Ray, like, fingers the deputy's heart yeah and it was weird out of place and it was only like a quick second well he he like scoops some like goo out and draws a little oh i missed that yeah it's okay because it was like a throwaway (laughs) and i was like oh is he making like zombies or something (laughs) i don't know uh eden hops on this bicycle of hers and she rides out to the cemetery Mm -hmm. Where she looks like sullen amongst the gentle breeze blowing her hair. Yeah, she's visiting her dad's grave. Who just died. Like, just died in 2004. Which I, probably when they were filming this movie. So it's pretty fresh. And while she's standing there, she hears the jingling and stuff. So she follows the sound. 
and she sees this old crypt with a broken down door. Yeah. And she sees some hanging bells jingling. And she's like, oh, what's this? And there's like a bunch of like uh, things in the trees, like little little like mobiles and stuff to be sinister. This scene and the end scene, the color... Someone coloring on... was very weird, Some... but it was also very like 2005. Very 2005. Like it's like that Michael Bay sort of coloring. Like where it's the day, so it's yellow. Yeah, like the Texas you know, Chainsaw Massacre. The color right, of the stuff. sun, yellow. Then she hears Ray's truck start up, and she sees it drive away. And she's like, "Hmm." This However, is it takes her way too long, despite her being the one to initially bring to her friends like. I saw Ray's truck. Yeah. Maybe he's not dead. And then she's like, no, Cece, no. Anyway. Uh, And Rachel, when she tells her later, Rachel's like, are you sure it wasn't like an SUV? Not the most memorable truck in town. (laughs) I guess this diner is the only place to be in town. Or these teens just like don't leave. Well, I think the teens are also the only people in town other than, (laughs) like I said. And, of course, Eden's mom, who we see. But that's it. Tammy, Ricky, and Patty mm-hmm. are outside having snacks. Yeah. And serving some riffs with each other. Yeah. Really ribbon it. Do you think Ray was born bad? <laughs> Whatever, he's a dead dick. You're bad. <laughs> what was the scar that made him? The scar- no, he's had that scar ever since he was a kid, fighting. Some people are just born rotten. Or gay. Or bitchy. Or bitchy. Hmm. Ricky was such a throwaway character. <laughs> he really was. He. <laughs> Didn't even have any, like, really good, like, summative lines. Yeah. His whole function was, while the rest of them were having fun at the lake later, to be like, yeah. oh, hey exactly. guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got news. So Tammy and Patty drive off. Yeah, they're going to go to the mall, which closes at 8. But first, they pull up to the garage. It's Ray's garage at the Happy Time Yeah, because they're going to pump their tires or something. I can't really remember yes. the reason they said that they were there. She, Tammy, the thief that she is, is stealing air from Ray. <laughs> Patty goes inside to use the bathroom, and then Tammy opens the register. She takes some money. But she puts First she takes it all, back. and then she like puts them back, and just like stealing the bra. And just like the rest of the store, which is like covered in grime, everything in it is dirty. It's very dark. Everything. It's so dark. And then even the money is like even more crumpled up. It's like they like ironed in extra yeah. crinkles. To, it's like a regular piece of paper crumpled up. It was so bizarre. I guess you're to assume he's like crumpling it in his pockets and stuff. I guess. That makes sense. Uh, so uh, Tammy's just going on a little adventure looking for Patty, who's yeah, not responding. Yeah, Patty disappears. So Tammy goes to check the bathroom mm-hmm. where she's not there. Weirdest outhouse I've ever seen. Just <laughs> corrugated metal, but with full plumbing on the inside. So she goes into the garage, mm-hmm. which is extremely dark for the middle of the day. It's yes. very atmospheric. There are no lights anywhere in this movie. Uh, she cuts her hands and ends up stumbling across Ray's truck. And then she sees Patty's shoe. In a big pool of blood. I don't think she sees the blood. She sees the shoe and then she goes to go get it and then she slips oh, on the blood. yes. And when she slips on the blood, she looks up. Oh, and there's Patty hanging from some she chains. She also twists her ankle. It like shows her ankle bends. Ooh, I didn't so, catch that. Yeah. Tammy has a really bad time. Yeah, Patty's hanging from the ceiling, 
And then Ray closes all of the gates so she can't get out. And just in time, like just as she gets there, all of the doors are locked and she's desperate. So she's running around. Running around, banging on walls. I really, and this is, was this the first time we saw the like camera zoom effect that it does? Like the music video thing? I think so. Because they have throughout the whole movie and I really didn't care for it. Where it's just like, this scene's so crazy that we're like moving the camera around. It was so popular in movies around this time though. Yeah, where it's like a flurry of like action. But I don't know. It was a weird, weird mid-2000s thing, I think. I think it's even, I think Cherry Falls had a similar sort of thing yeah. happen. I would love to see them re-edited without that specifically. Because it really takes you out of it. Yeah. It takes me out of it anyways. It's weird. Uh, anyway, Patty ends up getting crushed under a car. Yeah. And then she gets her face power blasted. A heavy-ass car. Sam blasted her face off. We don't see the results, but we do hear we her. We do see them later. Oh, do we? Yeah, because she's in the tomb when oh, Eden is in there. Faceless. Okay. Oh, faceless. Yeah. Gnarly. Uh, she hurt. She has truly pitiful cries for help. That's why she's so good in Hostel too. Similar thing happens to her in Hostel too. She also gets oh with uh, the sandblaster. Yeah. Well, the you, sand. This was the sandblaster. It was like the, the buzzsaw. Yeah. Ugh. Or not buzzsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power sander. Uh, anyway, the other white kids are at the lake frolicking. Yeah. They're drinking, swimming. They're just having a grand old time. Eric and Eden talk about how she believes in voodoo maybe but then she doesn't later yeah um so they walk down to the lake just as ricky has somehow appeared yeah he's just like hey guys uh you'll never believe what happened i know about all of the disappearances that are going on including ray yeah i swear to god i'm not making this up you guys what's going on the town is upside down deputy turner and terry parker who works at the morgue are both missing and here's a really fucked up part. So is Ray Sawyer. Ray's dead, Ricky. Yeah. That's the really fucked up part. His body's missing. Um, Sean is very drunk. And he does the smart thing. Because he's like, he's never gonna die. Yeah. And uh, then he goes drunk motorcycling. Because he's very upset. He's so angry about Ray's missing corpse. Overshadowing all the fun that they're having. <laughs> and... Because of this news, Eden is like, well, we got to go see Cece. Yeah, definitely. Because something's afoot. <laughs> and uh, she sends Eric to go after uh, Sean. Rachel, Ricky, and Eden take uh, Rachel's VW bug out to Cece's house at dusk. Mm-hmm. Or her grandmother's house. Yes. And we get to see it. It's this big, giant old house covered in like cobwebs and mm-hmm. talismans. It looks like uh, Halloween Forrest Gump's house. <laughs> they invite themselves in and see all of her grandmother's shrines. Hundreds of like candles. There's powder in the doorways. Um, and then Cece comes down and tells them the story behind this painting that they get enraptured with of a bunch of women with a bunch of snakes. Which is very convenient because it just happens to be the crucial plot element in this entire movie as to what the snakes are. Well, it makes sense that she would have it, right? Like, because the whole reason this is happening to begin with is because that's of true. this. So, I, I don't know. I don't think that's, like, super no, out that, there, No, I personally. guess that does make sense. It's a milking ceremony. It's an old Haitian ritual. Mambo is saving the man's soul. Cleansing him of his evil. It's his last rites. The snakes are charmed by the mambo. They suck out the man's evil. So their soul may pass on. Uh, 
and yeah, so she explains everything that's happening. Yeah, it's a Haitian milking ritual where they drain the bad souls with snakes and stuff. It's all very uh, voodoo-y, mm-hmm. I guess. Sean and Eric uh, are at the Happy Time gas station because Sean is like, well, I'm destined to inherit this and become Ray, basically, for some reason. I feel like this was definitely Sean's audition scene. Oh, it had to be because he's he's like emoting. He's uh, really chewing the scenery, talking he, about how he changed the scenery. Starts freaking out, trashing the place. Mm-hmm. Eric has to wrestle him to stop, and then they spot it. Sean's childhood photo, which it's all, humanizes Ray. It's all crumpled up, and Sean is choked up because... He did care. But he was also a completely absent father the entire time he was alive. So That we know of. We don't know. This is We're only hearing this from Sean's point of view, right? I guess that's true. Uh, so, uh, Sean runs out of the station and goes straight into the barn to catch some air. But he winds up barfing up all of the drinks that he drank. Because the bar or the the uh, garage is filled with blood and gore. Eric comes out and sees it, and he just sort of like stares at it. Mm-hmm. And then they zoom off, which is smart. They don't stick around. Although exactly. They probably could. Why call, would you? Probably could call for help. But what are you gonna do? At the house, Eden lays it out for Cece that she saw Ray. Um, so Cece shows Eden to her grandmother's temple and Mm -hmm. she explains that people would worship there. And then Eden notices the snake skull necklace that protects against evil. Yes. So the whole story here is that they're building a new highway. And so that's why their grandmother went to go get the suitcase so she could move it because the suitcase is filled with the souls of 13 very evil dudes. And now Ray is possessed, so basically they're fucked. But they should be safe as long as they're in the house. Because the house has numerous blessings and charms upon it, like the thing that they all commented at the threshold. This did not make sense because Eden refuses to believe her. She goes out and she tells Rachel and Ricky that she thinks Cece's lost her mind. Yeah, she's like, I'm very concerned. You have to go get my mother for some reason. And my mom, bring her here. And the sheriff. I said when we were watching uh, during this scene that they could not showcase Eden's boobs anymore. She's wearing one of those very of the time like peasanty tops where it's like, sort of like crimped a terry on the cloth. top. Yeah, and then it's framed so that it's like a third of the screen. It's the tightest shirt. The tightest. You can see her bra. It's wild. It leaves, and it's very, very obvious. That little to the imagination. They were doing. They were like, "We need to show off her breasts." She has to look as sexy as possible in this <laughs> third act, without it being obscene. As Ricky and Rachel are walking for this VW Bug, mm-hmm. they hear the jingling of the keys on the wind. Uh oh! And Rachel's car has been totally flips over, and they don't react nearly how I would expect. Like she's like, "What the fuck? What is this garbage?" What sort of effort would it take to fully turn a car over? A uh, Herculean effort? Exactly. Especially so what when does you... she even think is going on? None of the windows are smashed or anything either. It's very <laughs> weird. And uh, yeah, they the Ricky spots Ray's truck mm-hmm. and they the noises continue. And then Ricky spots Ray in the woods and they start running. Yeah, they run back to the house. Eden runs outside. Like a moron. And they see him, so then they all have to run inside. So, But Ray throws the crowbar 
which hits, hits Rachel. Rachel in the back. Oh no! But only on like the rounded parts, and, and she's she falls. Okay. They have to go pick her up. They pause way too much in this. Keep running. They do. Keep running. They're way too worried about the welfare of their friends. Well, no, like when... Except for Ricky, because he trips on the stairs. And then gets impaled with the crowbar or with like a machete with or the, something. With the crowbar. Uh, through his legs, so he's trapped there, while the girls have to basically run inside yeah, or be killed. outside for obvious reasons. He gets his arm ripped off. Yeah, so he's violently murdered on the other side of the front door. And they're all just in there crying and in shock. Ray uses the the blood to draw some symbols on the wall. Uh-oh. Eden immediately goes uh the to like oh. we need a gun. <laughs> oh, she's this is completely unnecessary. Cece, where is the gun? Uh I don't know if she had one. Where's the gun, Cece? The bedroom. Uh Jesus Christ. <laughs> where do you think it is? Just go look. How do you know where the bedroom is? And Cece tells Rachel that the house is blessed, so they'll be safe. And Rachel is pretty zippy. She's like, I'm glad your grandmother was busy getting the house blessed when she should have been installing a phone. This house has been blessed. It's protected against evil. Fucking great. I'm glad your grandma's busy acting the house and she should have been installing a phone. Cops can't save you from this guy, though, <laughs> Rachel. They could maybe help. Yeah, I guess. They could distract him. While the teens get away. Well, realistically, is there a reason why these teens specifically are being targeted? Uh, I think there's a throwaway, throwaway line where Cece's like, you know... As, is it just because they're at Cece's house? As as a temple of power, of course he's going to come here to target. Exactly. Something like that. I think there's that throwaway line in there somewhere, but I do not know. Because she also says... Again, like you said, I guess when the only people in town are yeah. these teens. <laughs> she also says that it's now his mission to kill as many people in sacrifice <laughs> to the dark, dark, dark gods or whatever. So that's what he's doing. He's coming around killing everyone. Eric and Sean show up and come up to the house. Uh, Ray shines his lights on them and everybody runs inside. And they go to the altar room because Cece says that's going to be the safest yes but, but then a chain flies through the window it's like the the lynch right yeah winch the winch winch and goes wraps around sean's, sean's neck, neck and then yanks him back out through the window because the chain isn't that guy the chain's an inanimate object not <laughs> affected by blessing it drags him a fair way before eden comes out and shoots him in the gut like yeah eric runs out too eric right? runs yeah. out first and then eden's like i have to protect him with this guy Sean like grabs a hold of something to like yeah slow his yeah slow his uh drag and then uh uh eric does save him but see, this is where things start to fall apart for me because we go from a superhuman strength to letting Eric, like, yeah. just like, oh, I did it, I got it away, and then, well, maybe it was, he was like fishing, where he was trying to lure the uh, rest of them out, which he did. That may that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it as is soon like as Eden shoots him and knocks him down the first time to save Sean, she freaks out and starts crying. Yeah, it makes sense because she had to. Eric has to take the gun. Someone had he had to reload it. Uh, But also, how did Sean survive getting dragged this far by the neck? Well, he doesn't survive very long. No, he doesn't. That's true. (laughs) Because uh, after 
uh, Eden shoots Ray. Yeah, he's like, they're like, you did him. it, you got him. Good and job. Of course, Ray is a dead, and he like, stands up behind him, and uh, he gets stabbed a couple of times with a crowbar and like shoved through his body. Yeah, like they don't... still, uh, and then Eric shoots Ray mm-hmm. with a gun, and then they take this chance while he's down to drag Eric or Sean back to the house. Yes, he's of dying. course bleeds out and joins the other victims in hell. And they're all screaming. Uh, Rachel's like, it's not stopping. It's not stopping. I mean, when you can see the floor through his stomach, <laughs> I don't think, I, like, least of your worries. But whatever. Uh, Cece. And, oh, sorry? No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, like, Ray is just standing outside the whole time. Menacing. Staring in. Ooh. And Eden asks Cece how to stop it. Yeah, you're the magical black character. What do we do? And it's weird that Cece isn't just like explaining everything freely to them. Like she really withholds a all lot. of this information she has. A lot. Until uh, asked about it. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not my grandmother. I can only do little things. Like she could have sat them down and just explained all of this. But I guess she is also grieving. Yeah, that's true. So and then there's a bunch of murder in her house. True. <laughs> Apparently this necklace is going to protect them, but Cece can't really help very much because she's not a mambo. She mm-hmm. is. Uh, she only knows little things like spells and dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, they get really excited and Eden's like, so you could make, like, what if you could make like a voodoo doll or something? No, Cece suggests it. Oh yeah, because she can't control the dark spirits, but she can and control the body. But she'll need and something of Ray's. Sean has the same blood. They're just going to use Sean's body as a giant voodoo doll. And then that way, they don't even need to make a little one. It's great. They're saving a lot of time. I mean, Rachel freaks out about it, but it's because she's the fragile one. Kind yes, of. and Eric is also uh, disbelieving, but it's fine. <laughs> Everyone's helping out. They start doing the voodoo ritual. Cece comes in with her roll of knives to stab him with. Yeah. But Rachel and Eric can't really deal with it, so they leave to go to the other room. And since Eden's going to be a doctor, she better suck it up. So she stays to help Cece with the ritual. Um, But while they're spitting all over Mm -hmm. him and lighting fires... Rachel and Eric start hearing a noise. I love this. Their friend just got sucked through the window, so let's go. They get did a... not pay enough attention. There was a few times where like Rachel's just standing in front of the window, and I would be like, "Why aren't you just in the center of the house?" <laughs> yeah, as far away from death as possible. Yeah. but they need to get right up close. And I, I kind of like this concept a lot. It was very video gamey, but Ray has tied the winch around the support of the house, and he just drags the house. Away yeah, from itself. The two of them look out just as like they like see the thing attached and, and oh no pulls the whole chunk of the house out with them on it. And like drags them out to sea basically. They can't get off it. A lot it's of structural too damage too, and it like collapses mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the onto beams. Cece and uh Eden. In the center room. Oh no, how are they gonna complete the ritual? <laughs> um yeah, so it's trapped Cece underneath this beam, mm-hmm. but she starts doing the stabbing on Sean's body, which kind of slows Ray down. Yeah, but he's coming in anyways. And then he gets the knife and slashes her throat, and she's dead. And I was really mad about it. I was so mad about it. 
I don't understand why this isn't her story. It, it, it builds us up to be this huge thing. We've got to go to Cece's house. She's going to be the only one who can help us. That's and then sort that's, of the thing. None it's of like that's the, true. It's like a means to an end. Like there were, It was like a retro, okay, we have this idea for a slasher. Now let's work backwards. Yeah, oh, well, we can't have uh, it solved this easily. We've got to drag it out for another 20 hours of video game. Eden grabs the necklace mm-hmm. and she runs to get in the Jeep with the other two and they zoom off. Uh, and because this Jeep has no roof, you yeah. roof for our American listeners. Yes. <laughs> uh, you just know things aren't going to go great for these uh, poor, unfortunate teenagers. Ray pulls up alongside of the car or the Jeep and wraps the chain, his, his chain, he loves his fucking chain around Rachel's neck and yanks her out. But, then Eden, Eden holds onto her legs, like to try I'll and pull, pull her you back. back in. I'll pull, like what? I'll pull your head through this hole. I guess I don't know. And then there's a tree in the road, which they see for a very long time. Like Rachel sees it coming for quite some time. Yes, before she's impaled on it. Eden sees it, but Eden still holds her body. It, it truly inexplicable. Truly, it's inexplicable. honestly largely Eden's fault that she was impaled. Yes. I mean, she would have died anyway. I agree, but that's not a great way to go. No, it's not, and it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, and then, question: Yes, do you think it's to like represent that, um, unlike oh. the others that he killed, where they like he gets their soul, that Rachel's soul is still fine because he didn't kill her the tree well i thought he sharpened that tree and put it there oh that's a lot of forethought okay yes it is but in the like immediately after this he has trapped them in the area with that burned out car frame in the road that's what stops the jeep oh okay so he sort of like set this up to funnel them into that side of it so that they have to stop oh okay Yes. Tremendous amount of floor planning. Where is he going to get the time for this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the chase continues. Eric says, fuck this town. He's mm-hmm. going to go to New York with Eden. Yeah, she can't give up. They start running into the swamp, which seems like a huge oversight, to be Ooh, honest. Like, God. why the swamp? It works as a set piece. And again, in a video game, this would make sense. It's yes. like uh, Left for Dead too. Yeah, or like Red Dead Redemption. There's a swamp area in that. This would be spooky in a video game if you were, like, walking through it. And also, it in 2005, is. they didn't have the capabilities to create a horror video game like this that would have worked. No. Uh, and uh, It was w- a good set piece. Wouldn't you know it, uh, Ray's animated corpse is particularly adept at swimming yeah. through shallow water. Like He, of course, sees them, and they try hiding, but then he just, like, sinks below the surface. And they're splashing and running around. It's like Jaws, basically. Uh, and there's a false start where Eric swamp spirit. Yeah, Eric trips over something, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm okay." But then he's not okay because no. Ray looms up. Yeah, he pops up, scares them, and somehow they end up splitting up so much. Like Eden gets up to the cemetery, and Eric is somehow nowhere close. Eric is still in the swamp, and also the way that they split up is because Eric just pushes Ray over. He's like. <laughs> We gotta run. I'm gonna push you. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It, this is the inconsistency in this that I really don't lot, like. Yeah. Uh, and it just gets worse. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Eden 
goes into the tomb she saw earlier. She's like, yeah, that maybe I'll find something in there. And then she finds, I guess it's a mausoleum. Yes. And then in the mausoleum, it's tombs. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So then in the mausoleum, she finds a tomb filled with the bodies of the victims. And she's like, hmm, what's all this blood? Oh, no. I shouldn't have come down here, maybe. Then she hops in amongst them, just in time for Ray to throw Eric in there. And she just can't keep her fucking like, trap. He shut. seems dead, but then he opens his eyes, and she's like, <gasps> which obviously Ray he- Ray hears. And uh, he comes over, he goes to grab her, but then good guy Eric makes a noise instead. He's just like, eh, eh. And he gets stabbed right in the head. Pathetic little Well, he's trying to sound like hers. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of it. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Oh no. Stabbed right in the head. Yeah, through the skull. <laughs> A quick and easy death, I guess. Although we don't know what he did to them t- before he got there. Then Ray goes up to his altar and Eden pulls the knife out of Eric's head. She has no problem with doing that. No, even though it's <laughs> all the way through his brain. <laughs> the candles start going all crazy because magic is afoot. And his black and charred gross skin is like rippling with the snakes going around with knife and necklace in hand Ian creep that's a good band name knife knife and and necklace in hand Ian creeps up behind Ray and she sees all the snakes below the surface one of whom can I use whom there and snake there's only two snakes I think there should be 13 snakes but they do only show the two at the end but I'm pretty sure there's 13 maybe maybe two maybe only two survive maybe there is only two snakes and they just have the I don't know doesn't really I feel like there were more in the beginning though it did seem like there were a lot more and then there were more when she was trapped down there and maybe at the end they could like they were like we have a budget and it did look the worst like the last scene was the worst oh 100% (laughs) For, for the CGI so one of these snakes sees her through a crack in Ray's back. The hole. So he stops her from stabbing and they start doing battle. Oh my God. I really didn't like it. What if it's the hole that she shot through him? Uh, I guess it could be. That it was would like be in hilarious. His back, though. It was like a crack in his back, right? Well, I was like, it's a through and through. Oh, she shot him in the gut. But it could be. Because it'd be like ironic. Because got shot twice. I'm giving it way too much credit. I think Because that are, would yeah. be really, like, ironic and funny if that's, <laughs> if that's what, like, if he was wearing a shirt that had the hole in it. And then, the yeah. Anyway. Uh, he catches fire. Yeah. And that was not clear to me. He, like, she pushes him into the f- yeah. candle. And there's also the alcohol, I assume, the oh, same stuff that, yes. like, Cece had. Which didn't make any sense because, like, you need, one, high alcohol content alcohol yeah. for it to catch on fire. You can't just do it with wine. And two, that doesn't burn at a temperature that you can burn someone with. But then she rams him with his antique candles stands thing. Yeah, <laughs> like a full, like, floor piece. Like, something out of, like, a Skyrim sort of like a video game yep. background <laughs> yeah. thing that you can happen to use as a weapon they end up falling into this pit yes and he after he's set on fire he like grabs her and drags her into the pit and luckily no 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 he, they fall yeah like she's charging at him with it and she's like pushing him with the candlestick mm-hmm. and then she pushes like she doesn't really realize that it's just like a big pit i think right yeah, yeah. And then she sort of falls in with him. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I think that's what happened. I don't know. I uh, could be 100% wrong. But thankfully, wrong. in this open crypt, uh, there's some bullshit wrought iron divider. Yes. In case, I guess, the corpse is cut in half and you need <laughs> to divide them up. 
Who knows? She shows him the necklace, which makes him all droopy. And then all of the individual snakes start coming out to get her. Yeah. Um, she climbs out. But for some reason, she throws the necklace down to them. I don't. And they go after it. They, like, wrap around it. And then she closes the tomb up. So now the tomb is just, like, the suitcase, but not. Yes, because there's no inscription on the inside. And, and then, oh, and it was, like, snapping at her. Like, I'm going to get you... <laughs> I'm going to get you. She leaves and we hear uh, the the evil jangling. And the thumping yeah. and a roar. And she goes out to Ray's truck. She sees all of the blood from Rachel, and presumably. Slowly really fires her up. Taking it all in. Uh, and then... She hears Ray, so she hops in. And she's like, oh no, where are the keys? But it's a push, like a, a switch yeah. to start. And then... She doesn't know how to drive. Even, see, I feel like we would be able to do this. I could not drive a giant truck like that. A tow truck, a manual tow truck, there's no way. Okay, but I'm saying, like, in, in if we have to escape, we have the dogs, the cat, uh, <laughs> we're wearing babushkas, and we're fleeing in the war. I don't I know. I feel like I, we would make it work. I really don't think I could figure it out. Okay. I know literally nothing about, like, manual gear shifting okay i feel like i could suss it out okay. i wouldn't be very good at I'll it i'll trust you but i would be better at it than she would. i'll remember that in the apocalypse and then you can yell at me you could be like eden would have done better and i won't <laughs> know what you're talking about but eventually like in the afterlife in hell i'll be like oh he really got me there she starts to get away but she gets stuck and naturally ray comes to get her through the open window but she runs into the woods and then Ha-ha. she steps on some twigs, which Ray hears, and then he comes and starts swinging away at, at the bush. Somehow tricks him into attacking this bush. She like shook it, so he saw it moving. Ugh. And then, but she's already doubled back by the time he gets there, and she's, she in the truck, and she drives it straight into him, pinning him between. His body falls apart. Yeah, like all of his seams. limbs fall, like fly off. Yeah, they fly off like a starfish. Like a crash test dummy. And uh, not his head, though. And his dead body just flumps down on the front. And it's she bleeding gets everywhere. Out, looks at the bod, and then walks Peace. away. And then those snakes come out, and they lunge at us. Oh, no. Uh, they got so, us. Yeah. This whole ending looked different than the entire rest of the movie. The entire movie. And that is because it was tacked on. It seems like it. In reshoots, because test audiences were unhappy. Because it was supposed to end with her just like leaving the crypt, locking him down there. Because it was intended to be a franchise, uh, well, but it was a, bomb, which is fully a huge bomb, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's where it was supposed to end was just like her leaving him down in the crypt, like in the suitcase at the beginning, I guess. It's too bad she didn't know how to put a magical seal on it. Like maybe that's what she thought she was doing by maybe. throwing it down, but it didn't seem like that to me. It's an all right movie. It's like watchable. It's an hour and twenty six minutes. I would say for, like, the first 45 minutes, I was like, this is, I mean, for all of its early 2000s faults, this is fairly enjoyable for a movie of this kind. And I really liked how insane everyone, not insane, but, like, people truly were not able to cope with people being killed in it, which I loved. Like, it was a realistic reaction. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I did like that, too. There were things I liked, um, but ultimately... 
it was just sort of like by the numbers, right? There wasn't anything yes. extra special about it. The CGI was really bad. It was because 2005. Uh, some of the things that I did like about it was when they pulled the house apart. Yes. I think that I think part that of was, it. I liked when the chain came through the window. I thought mm-hmm. that was sort of fun. Uh, I liked like when she got hit in the back with the crowbar. I don't know. There were like good parts about it, yeah. but I feel like they didn't utilize the characters they were that they very... used to build the story in any way. Like, why do I care about Eden? Everything just sort of came apart at the end. There's literally no stakes in this for Wh- Eden. Why didn't they use the voodoo doll more? Dismember it. Something really this gross. should have been Cece's story. Like, it should have been yes. about Cece. 100%. That's the interesting part of the story. Eden, I could care less about. Like, we're supposed to feel bad for her because her dad's dead? We we don't even know why Why he died. Or how he's significant, other than just being her dad. They always have some sort of bullshit backstory where it's like, he loved doing surgery with me. I was a little kid, and, and, and now I have to cut up the corpse of my friend, just like old dad and I used to do. Yeah. The one thing about this movie is like it came out at a very shitty shitty time yeah post 9-11 well yeah, yeah because I guess. it's 2005 yeah, but um i mean it's said in louisiana it came out in september oh, 2005 how could i not put that just together? after hurricane katrina hit. i i really should have put that together eh, it's not super obvious right i don't know i if you ask me i couldn't tell you when hurricane katrina happened no not off the top of my head unfortunately <laughs> All right, so our six degrees of Jamie Lee before we wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Agnes Bruckner was in Vacancy 2 with Bo Billingsley, who is in Halloween H2O with Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, there you go. Yeah. No fast facts about production. I'm sure there were many. No, no, no not really. <laughs> like, I already, I think I've, like, peppered them in there yeah. a little bit. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us at Definitely First Blood on Instagram, Def First Blood on Twitter. Email us, definitelyfirstblood at gmail.com. Suggest stuff. Yeah. Tell us Those fun facts fun. that we might have not have known. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you enjoy our podcast, feel free to comment, uh, write a review. Uh, we always appreciate it. It helps us out with the algorithm. Tell a friend, an interested friend. And as always, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.